For this episode of Metaphors Be With You, we'll be talking about the second most important conflict in Star Wars, right after Good vs. Evil. See if you can guess what it is, and no fair looking at the episode title. Hi, I'm Rob Hired of Chipperish Media, and this is a podcast about symbolism and allegory in Star Wars. The movies, the TV shows, the books, and everything else. Each episode, I'll take a topic and apply it across whatever Star Wars media seems most appropriate. Obviously, Star Wars is well known for its theme of good versus evil. But the other thematic through-line that honestly rivals it in significance is nature versus technology. To be clear, when I say nature in this episode, I'm referring to everything that's of the Force, so everything living. The movies never really call it out directly, but it's everywhere. From the first scenes of A New Hope, where the rebel troops have open-faced helmets to remind us of their humanity as they fight the faceless technological scourge of the stormtroopers, all the way through to The Last Jedi, where Rose and Finn crash fathers through the high-tech paradise of Canto Bight. In the prequels, we see battle droids sent up against Jedi, Gungan cavalry, and then an army of living clones. The Ewoks successfully use sticks and stones to defeat ATSTs and speeder bikes. You can see it when Obi-Wan chases down General Grievous's awesome unicycle with legs on the back of a dinosaur, and it's even visible in some of the ship designs. Consider the harsh geometrical lines of a Star Destroyer versus the roundy, bumpy surfaces of the big rebel ships. Even walking utility belt Boba Fett is devoured by a giant ground mouth that burps afterward to remind you how organic it is. Perhaps the most important nature versus technology moment is the climax of A New Hope. There's a great three-beat leading up to it, where in the briefing scene, one of the rebel pilots says that the shot they'll have to take is impossible, even for a computer. Later, during the battle, another pilot asks, are you sure the computer can hit it? So when it's time for Luke to take his shot, the movie takes the time to show him turn off his computer and do it with his own meat hands and their connection to the Force. If you're looking for moral clarity about whether you should be pro-nature or pro-technology in this conflict, consider the planets of Star Wars. Every planet we see has both natural and artificial settings on it, except two. Dagobah, the swamp planet with no cities or technology, and Coruscant, the planet that is one huge city. Now consider where Yoda and the Emperor, the two most powerful Force users in the galaxy, choose to live, and it's pretty clear where our sympathies are supposed to lie. One of my favorite moments hitting this theme is in the first season finale for the Rebels cartoon. Our Jedi hero, Kanan, is fighting the Grand Inquisitor, a sort of Sith sidekick who hunts for Jedi survivors of Order 66. The Inquisitor uses this interesting mechanized double lightsaber with the handle inside a circle that can spin, so he can whirl the blades faster than he'd be able to just by spinning it himself. In the big climax to their final duel, Kanan has gotten his groove back and is advancing, and the Inquisitor, starting to worry about his chances, starts spinning his lightsaber blades, trying to make a shield to hide behind. Kanan perfectly strikes inside the circle and slices the mechanism apart, breaking the Inquisitor's saber and winning the duel because his opponent tried to rely on a machine instead of the Force. So in general, we're usually on the side of nature in this conflict. But it's actually fuzzy, and it's fuzzy right away. Literally the first speaking part in all of Star Wars is C-3PO, the most human machine we'll ever see, with fears and neuroses and all that relatable vulnerability. There's also Vader's speech about this technological terror being insignificant next to the power of the Force, so the most evil dude in that movie still thinks nature wins the fight. But it's in Revenge of the Sith that things get positively muddy. After the war has been going on for a few years, there's a marked difference in how the battle droids act compared to the other prequels. We see vulture droids that move their heads with surprisingly bird-like movements, and battle droids that sarcastically say, you're welcome, to their coughing cyborg general. 
What's more, we've got our organic clones who turn on their friends and commanders at three words from Palpatine, like machines that have been set to evil. What's especially interesting to me in the initial betrayal scene is that only Commander Cody hears the magic words. He tells his subordinates to blast General Kenobi, and they do so without hesitation, suggesting that it's not the actual words for Palpatine that does it, but they're all just executing a plan that was always there. It doesn't feel like mind control, though the Clone Wars cartoon treated it as such, so they could have their heroic clone cake and eat it too. But beyond mere fuzziness, there's a big inversion in the theme from the no longer canonical expanded universe, in the form of an alien race called the Yuzhan Vong. These guys were the main villains for, I don't know, like a thousand novels in the late 90s and early aughts. They were created to solve a problem, which is that the heroes couldn't keep defeating remnants of the Empire and still have the Empire seem like any kind of threat. So the Vong became a new massive threat from outside the known galaxy that could supply plots for a long time. It was a solid idea, but I personally found them off-putting for a number of reasons, including the fact that they inverted one of the most important themes in Star Wars. Because here's the thing. The Vong hated technology, like with a religious fervor. They used organic creatures that they had shaped for various purposes, including for use as spacecraft. They also had a strong religious bent, and their religion was polytheistic, with personified deities, exactly the opposite of the Force. Finally, they were absent in the Force, immune to its powers and not visible to Force-based senses. So whatever you think about the Vong, they were at least thorough in being a new and different enemy from the Empire. But they went so far in that primary goal that it felt to me like they were philosophically a bad fit for Star Wars, since they swung so far around the nature versus technology argument that the heroes were suddenly the ones having to put their faith in machines and fighting against spirituality, and with the previously all-powerful force hobbled against them. While it's true that Star Wars had always been fuzzy about the dividing lines, it's never really been in doubt whether we're supposed to be rooting for nature or technology. To be clear, love what you love, and if this inversion of Star Wars' core philosophy is fun or interesting for you, that's great. But it never sat right for me. If you have thoughts on nature versus technology in Star Wars, or just want to discuss anything I've said here, talk to me on Twitter at rhirat, or come to the Chipperish forums if you'd like to have a conversation outside of 280 character limits. If you'd like to support my work and the other great podcasts here at Chipperish, head to our Patreon page and chip in a dollar a month or whatever you can afford. You can also support any podcast you love by leaving a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening, and metaphors be with you. Mm-hmm.